Good afternoon, morning, evening, or night, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to this episode of the Jar Media Podcast. This is the blue episode. We are blue, dabba dee, dabba die. We're, um, as Jim pointed out right before we started recording, we're, we have a blue Mad Max free row kind of tinge right now. Yeah, nighttime Mad Max. And, and blue is the jar color. Yeah, this is not this is not the quite uh, the correct grade of blue. We need to be lighter. Um, excuse me. I'm Jamie. <laughs> we today we are joined by Alex and myself. Hello. No, Jim. Oh, okay. I see the beef continuing then. Beef. Yeah. Ah, we are brisket, brother. What? We are brisket, not beef. Oh, I see. Which brisket are we continuing? The only brisket that matters. Yours. Before we get too deep into the show, let me shout out the Jar Media Patreon that make the audio version possible and get their names read out at the uh, in the first week of each month. So if you're a Sandy tier or above. And you also get access to early videos, that, which we haven't made live on YouTube yet. Yeah, occasional early videos. There's like a Apex Legends one that's up on Patreon on right Patreon, now. We haven't made on YouTube yet because we're, you know, we just we're dripping. We are dripping with drip. We're dripping beef. We're mm. dripping brisket, brisket, brisket juices. So before um, we get too deep into the show, can we just talk about the beef that you just mentioned? Because I don't know what you're talking about. The brisket, the brisket or the beef. The brisket. Well, you just said the beef is continuing. Oh, don't tell him, Alex. Don't tell him. Okay. No, do tell him. No, I don't know who you want about. I don't think I'm going to tell him. Why are you, are you thinking you're not going to tell him? Um, because this is one of those, um, you know, when you uh, plant the seed and then give it a little bit of water and then the seed sprouts and then grows. Well, got to be patient. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Let's do some housekeeping. Let's clean some f- shit up around this f- bloody place. Um, the Joker baby's going to start us off. Surprise that there was no mention of the 2001 Chevy Tahoe. Tahoe? How do you say it? Tahoe. Tahoe. During the Halo TV show conversation. Did you see this, James? There's something to do with a Chevy Tahoe. Yeah, I think it's in that. I don't know if you've seen. Yeah, you've seen the trailer, right? It's like a scene where Mouse Chief's like fighting a couple of elites, I think. And in the background, there's like a fucking there's Chevy. A Chevy Tahoe, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cringe. Pretty funny. Is it as bad as the like um, the Starbucks cup in Game of Thrones? That one's pretty funny. Is it an pack. accident that there's a Chevy Tahoe? It must be. Um, it's quite unusual go. because everything's like off-world in Halo. So yeah. it's like another planet. So the implication is they've taken a fucking 2001 Chevy <laughs> in like 2500 yeah. to like a different planet, I guess. Unless it was on Earth, <clears> I don't know. <throat> I just simply don't know, right? But even then, in Halo, like, every car you see is, like, a weird... Yeah, it's a future car. It's not, like... Yeah. A Chevy. Uh, Blandscape has a little uh, comment. I now believe that since outpacing Joe Rogan, Alex has passed on to a higher plane of existence from where he intermittently communes with James and Beast via the medium of Weekly Jar. That's what the people outside of the channel don't understand, is that... I'm not real. Mm. I just kind of appear once a week just for this show and then I'm gone. Well, yeah, you never have been real. 
Yeah, That's okay. why you were off camera for so long, because the deep fake technology did, yeah, just we wasn't there. You weren't able yeah. to hire someone to deep fake you onto. Like, well, what James, we, what your we, um, coding knowledge was only base level back then, yeah. while I was off screen, and you've developed it to a point now where it can kind of, the algorithm can manifest in the video. Hmm. Yeah, the, the reason your voice is different from mine is because um, you're an AI-generated voice. Mm, based on your voice. Based yeah. on my voice, which, which is why you sound like weird Luke version of me. And your hair in that episode, yeah, fucking, I kind yeah. of fucked up the, the, yeah, the coding that again, episode. Yeah, people notice the old glitch going on with my coding yeah. or whatever. Fair enough. The like, it's not hard to make a millionaire YouTuber personality. You just write some code, <laughs> you know? Easy. J Jack Diamond has a uh, a really good role play, actually. You hear that, James? Oh, no, we're not. Pl no, the role play era is over. Okay, listen to me. Don't listen to anyone else. The role play era has ended. <laughs> it it kind of worked in the the crackhead <laughs> shit chart era. Not anymore. We're mature and we're adults and we don't role play. So you're saying mature maturies can't um, role play? No, they can't. I, I've seen many mature role plays. In my Have you seen Joker? This yeah, this is why we can't anymore. Joker happened and that crossed the line. He's role play. Joaquin Phoenix is role playing the Joker and he's doing a damn fine job. And that's why we can't do it anymore. Because, I'm banning because no, Joker's I'm, already been done. Yes. <laughs> yeah, we you can't, just can't top Joker. <laughs> we can't let another Joker happen. <clears throat> What's the roleplay though? No, we're not going into roleplay. Alex them. is reading a comment and says roleplay, except Jamie is Jordan and James is Jim, and they both react to Alex reading the roleplay comment. Go. Okay. So Jim, you're James. James, you're Jim. <clears throat> roleplay. Alex is reading a comment and says, roleplay. <laughs> you see, what I was going to do was whip out my phone and just look at it, but... Uh, I don't ooh. do that anymore. You're roleplaying a James that doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> the the, the, the roleplay thing was killed with that, that prediction. Do you remember? That comment from, like, fucking years ago. It was like, roleplay. James is going to do this, basically. And then he did it. Yeah. It was just like, oh, for fuck's sake, no one have a role play. It was like what my, I said mm -hmm. every time there was a role play. Mm -hmm. yeah. And That's I've just the banned them. I don't know what episode that would be, but um, Couldn't I was in the subreddit and there would just be some chud that shows up and is like, oh, is that, that was in episode 72. At <laughs> least at 10 minutes, 40 seconds. <laughs> no, I like that. I appreciate that. We do, but don't give us more role plays. Yeah, it's weird to know that there are people that know the things I've said better than I do. Because once I've like recorded an episode, that shit's gone. Yeah, I don't remember anything <laughs> I say. <laughs> yeah. Well, we, we took our own adv advice quite seriously. Live like a dog. Yeah. My advice. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we took my advice quite seriously. So yeah, we have no long-term oh, memory really anymore. Ooh. Um. See that like if you if you forget everything you say, it's like deals and bets don't mean anything. Because it's John, you just as soon as you leave the room, bets are off. They're cancelled. I do uh, mention that because uh, it's still not over. Um, but the main housekeeping thing was this food poisoning, intentional food poisoning topic, which mm. just got people. Uh, yeah. Got people thinking. Really. The the basic premise was that there was someone at work was having their lunch stolen every day, or whatever, regularly enough for it to be something he was bothered by. So he intentionally poisoned this lunch to try and find the culprit or at least make them pay for what they've done yeah. for stealing his nutrients. 
We've got lots of interesting feedback on this. Um, LG Grail said, I've had meat that was literally hours out of date and got food poisoning. To be fair, it was mice beef, but still. <laughs> mice beef? <laughs> Is this the beef? <clears throat> yeah, don't eat mouse. <laughs> mice beef. B-E-A-F. I, I don't know what... Wait, like... <laughs> mice B-E-A-F. <laughs> yeah. I think he's supposed to be mince beef. Um, no, but why would he still spell it B-E-A-F? Like, either way, it's like... To be honest, I understood it, so stop whipping about this Jarling's nah, nah, sentence, nah. okay? Nah, You're being... No, nah, nah, it's funny. It Mice beef is funny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. But there was, a, there was a main post on the uh, Jar Media subreddit, actually, on the intentional food poisoning topic. The guy who made the sandwich was in the wrong. We first have the legal as aspect... And if he pleaded guilty to the claim that he intentionally used bad meat, I doubt he would come out unscathed as the other person somehow ended up dead. Morally, even a slim possibility of death or other severe side effects makes it immoral by default when done deliberately. If I sent a video that is potentially seizure-inducing to someone to shock them, then if they have a seizure, that would be on me. Or for a more direct analogy, it would be wrong to push someone off a small cliff as payback if there is a chance they break their neck. At the most generous Interpretation, the action taken by this friend is highly irresponsible, uh, but knowingly putting someone at the level of severe risk isn't acceptable for payback on an offense as small as taking lunch. We also lack information on the person stealing, and from the sounds of it, the poster lacks this information too. For all we know, they're struggling to make it by, and their only option is to steal food from others. That doesn't make it correct to take the food from a co-worker, but you can't attach so much selfish intent anymore. As a few have pointed out, the analogies used here are flawed, so take them as you will, but I still stand by the arguments made, and to anyone else who has these sorts of dilemmas, share them so we can get more of these discussions on the cast. Well, this is the thing. This is why you don't poison the food. You just fill it with laxatives. Because it's like, if they shit themselves, they've just learned about it. if they're allergic to laxatives? Well, they die, okay? That's fine. That's, that's, <clears throat> that's completely different, okay? The only way I could see getting around it legally is by saying they just made a sandwich. They didn't know the meat was out of date. What do you think of this one then from Ghosty and Stereo? Here's the thing though. No one held a gun to the thief's head and said eat the poisoned food. If you mm -hmm. made the food with expired products, then you can make the case that you had no idea that you used expired products. As for the laxative one, you could argue that this is how you help your constipation, since you could say you're bad at taking pills. At work, though, this argument may fall apart because why would you want to stay on the toilet long? <clears throat> As for who's right and who's wrong, this is a morally grey area. OP said it was consistently happening, which is fucked because they're depriving a person of nutrients slash energy because they failed to make slash bring themselves food. In OP's scenario, I believe that what their friend did was justified. It's not like they put arsenic in it. Also, how does one not recognise bad food after at most three bites? Under different circumstances, OP's friend would not be justified if it had happened once yeah, yeah exactly. it repeat it being repeated but it's like people we've got to assume if someone's smart enough to steal food they're probably smart enough to know meat is off like if they eat the you meat that's the wrong fault to steal food no but you know what i mean right it's like you can't we assume like someone's so fucking stupid that they're not going to recognize me but it's if you're gonna gonna steal food, you should probably be smart enough to know. Oh, that meat's a bit off, because you know that what you're doing shit. So you should know that someone's might retaliate by poisoning the food, not poisoning, but booby trapping it. Like surely you're, we we shouldn't be treating everyone as if they're fucking like five. 
Hmm. So if they if they eat obviously wanting meat, it's on nobody else but themselves for eating the obviously wanting meat. Yeah, and uh, I'd say a lot of a lot of it comes down to the person stealing because they don't know what's in that sandwich. They didn't make it. But here's the thing: somewhere in this story, it got confused, um, and it's actually. Not a sandwich, originally. It's a burrito. It's a burrito. Which makes poisoning even more justified. Joe Thompson 5314 says, Many good points. Yeah, I guess looking into it, my friend may have gone a bit too far with the spoiled meat. Also, somehow it changed to being a sandwich, but it was actually a burrito. Which, I think as far as hiding gone off meat is easier in a burrito. Mm. Might have some spicy sauce, a bit of sour cream yeah, in there, yeah, yeah. all sorts of different flavours and... That would but if you were making an intentionally poisoned burrito, would you do all the works? Would you add everything like that? I would. I would at least put some kind of hot sauce in there mm. to try and hide the <clears throat> gone off meat um, smell and taste. It depends how gone off we're talking. Because if there's like straight up mold, I don't know how you're gonna not pick that up in some way. But see, in, in my perspective, like the. The thief is still in the wrong. They're in the wrong because they did the wrong thing. And that's because they put one. Yeah, I'm still, is the, is I the think answer. they're both in the wrong. Two wrongs do not make a right. I repeat, two wrongs do not forge into one right. This is why laxatives make sense. Because, first of all, you're not killing them. And you find out who's actually done it. That means you can confront them direct. Yeah, they, yeah, they're gonna have some fucking liquid coming out of their bum in huge quantities, but that means you can actually talk to them of why they're stealing your food, and that resolves the situation. Because in a lot of in a lot of scenarios, you don't know who's stealing your food, so you're not gonna be able to approach them and be like, "Why are you stealing my food?" until you know who they are, and by doing and you can find that out by mate by seeing them in the toilet for like two hours. Yeah. Also, was this a case where like this was the first? thing the person did in retaliation mm. so i feel like you could write a note details. or something and say like i know you're stealing my food stop mm -hmm. and then if they read that and continue like if Run there's an escalation up. then it's mm. more understandable but yeah. if it's just straight to all right i'm gonna kill this guy <laughs> yeah that's that's immoral and you're wrong that was like that crazy story from in the uk a few weeks ago or whatever where, like, a neighbour, like, killed one of the other neighbours over, like, a parking spot or something. Mm -hmm. It's like, bro. Oh, English people fucking get so Especially angry over parking, parking spots. <laughs> yeah, they... S <laughs> it becomes a death match. Like, someone's gonna get hurt. Even if you, you're one millimetre over their it's parking so, bay. It's so stupid. Like, when people, like, getting all antsy in car parks and shit and, like, mm -hmm. getting all angry at each other. It's like one park and... Someone will, like, go the wrong way just to sneak in before someone else and then start, like, a whole fucking brawl. Yeah, it's like a one-minute inconvenience. Mm-hmm. Um, and actually, James, uh, the original poster agreed with you in your uh, laxative stance. Actually, I personally like James's lax laxatives idea a lot more. The thought of the lunch thief uncontrollably pooping himself, I feel, is a lot funnier than him getting sick, and there's a smaller chance of him dying. <laughs> yeah. As far as humor is concerned, I agree. Mm -hmm. no, laxatives are the safe solution to every, every problem you have. <laughs> every problem? Yeah. What problems could not be resolved by having laxatives? Have you ever taken laxatives? No. 
There are some things where, like, if you eat too much of it, it creates a laxative effect, like those weird sugar-free, like, Harry Bird things. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, like, a, a fine it. amount in a burrito is fine. Like, that's just going to make you shit yourself. If there's lots of Chipotle in there. Yeah, you might be doing it anyway. Yeah. Right, let's do some topics. Um, I think it's going to be asked, or was going to be asked in the questions section towards the end, but I want to start with Elden Ring. That's finally here. Eldon so, Wong. Um, Jim's hyped for it. You've seen the review scores and everything, I mm. suppose. Um, you haven't, as of now, started it yet, have you? you I haven't had the chance to get to it yet. Um, and I'm kind of expecting it not to run. Yeah, because you'll well. be playing it on PC. Um, yeah. With, yeah uh, his, uh, how old is my PC now? Five years? If not more? Is Was that the last time you upgraded it? I thought you upgraded a part of it. Yours you is newer than mine. James James upgraded the graphics card on his. Yours, I yeah, think, yeah. I, I if I went and downloaded it now, I'm certain I'd probably be able to play it fine. Cause, and you've you got a better PC than me. Mine's much older and much more abused. You'll be able to run it fine. Um, the thing is, I, I can't really get higher than like 60 FPS on on Dark Souls 3 and Sekiro. Mm. So, I'm yeah. just going to have to try it out. It's and been see. Uh, kind of an interesting like reaction. Cause it's, get, it's getting like wide um, critical acclaim, obviously. Mm -hmm. It's got like a 97, I think. Uh, and everyone's loving it. <clears throat> um, but it does appear to be having some technical problems. Like saying, like, don't play it on the PS5 version. So load up the PS4 one for a more consistent locked 60. Mm. It's quite unusual. Um, but do you think it just kind of highlights the the weird, like, disconnect with the whole, like, review, um, like, system? Because... It's, it's been a thing like I've been noticing for like years where like all these big IGNs your Kotaku's whatever I don't, I don't even know if Kotaku even does game reviews anymore it's been I don't so think long since I'm pretty sure they went bankrupt but yeah um, the whole, like, I get like Kotaku Polygon you know all those types like all mixed up mm -hmm. but the point being because that was a thing too as this discussion was started where like a lot of the reviews mentioned they hadn't like fully finished the game or they only had a week to play it and it's a, yep. it's a huge game it's like 80 hours easily or something mm -hmm. um, that's like standard from what I understand but it's like, that's like a good player it, that way of reviewing games doesn't seem to like make sense with certain products if you can't get them early because then you're making these reviews that make like in a few months once like the actual like gamers who like go deep into the shit mm -hmm. once those videos start coming out like actual in-depth like takes or whatever it makes those original drop reviews like pointless like they're rushed in like a week yeah that you, you can't develop the same like depth of reviewer opinion I, i'd say though you can say if a game is good from 60 hours mm -hmm. you know and yeah, all, yeah. That seems to be like the minimum for a review, like the amount of time they've put into Elden Ring, and like I, I trust that they're they're not being dishonest. Mm. They've just played the game for sixty hours. Sixty hours is a lot of time. Mm. 
you know if a game is good by 60 hours. It, that, it doesn't really bother me. Yeah. And, like, I, I have opinions on games, like, I really like. And I will probably never finish them. Mm-hmm. Because, like, it, it, with a game, to me, that's totally fine. Because you, you, you have the engagement with it. You enjoy that time with it. Mm-hmm. And then you can stop. It's different from, like, a book or a movie where you sort of need to see the story through its end. What if if it's, like, your job, though, if you're, like, being paid to be a game reviewer? Yeah, I think. But I, as long as it's prefaced with, like, I didn't finish it. Yeah, I agree with that. You've got to be, like, upfront with, like, how much time you spent on it, like, mm-hmm. what platforms you're playing it on, all this. Yeah, and I think if you play it for that amount of time and then say in the review, I'm going to play it more, mm-hmm. that's, like... Yeah, yeah. Criticism towards this, so... But do you, do you agree with this observation where, like, a lot of the time it feels like these... These kind of rushed-out journalist reviews... <clears throat> they're, they're, like, so, like, surface-level compared to... Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's a different type of content, though. Mm-hmm. Because, like... Well, see, it, that's what I mean, though. It seems kind of, like, old and outdated and just, like, the, the magazine way of doing shit. Because mm. games, they're, they're different. It's like it's, it's, it doesn't really work with that like magazine like it's like a movie or like review mm-hmm. you know you can get through a movie real quick and even like with the early magazine gaming era shit games were different then you didn't have online services and like yeah they didn't if, change. if a game launched like Elden Ring and had like problems like that it would just have been like fucked like it, mm. like in those early like in that early era like the Wii <coughs> era there was that Nintendo game that was released that had like a fucked bug or whatever and Nintendo had no way to patch it so they had to like take your like Wii's like si- like memory card or whatever you could send it to them and they would <laughs> patch it themselves like it's weird man the, just the interactive nature of it makes it so much more complicated and like yeah it's much harder to just say if a game is good mm-hmm. I reckon than yeah, yeah. other mediums I do, yeah, I just do feel like that disconnect is growing and growing. Especially because, like, how do you even review, like, live service games like that? You know? Yeah, like like Destiny and stuff. You mm-hmm. have to just review it on, like, a rotor. Yeah, yeah. That's wacky. Which makes it even harder to get into you. Mm-hmm. Well, seeing as you mentioned Destiny, um, I've been playing a bit of The Witch Queen. Um, I'll keep my thoughts light, though. It's... Pretty good. Um, the live service problem of the FOMO feeling the need to like stay on top of all the like seasons and the the little story drips that have unfolded over the seasons. It's not really uh, the the easiest like, and it's always been a Destiny problem already. Like the like staying on top of it, like what the fuck is going on, mm-hmm. like with the systems and everything. But now there's this kind of like building plot and all these characters that have been doing things. But it's like, man, so I got to do like research now on top of yeah. Like the story doesn't seem to work really on a vacuum. But you, at the same time, you can't really critique it for that because they have been like teasing and like building this like villain up for like a long ass time. I remember it in Destiny 1 them saying Savathun yeah. all the time and I haven't finished it yet so I've heard there's like reveals and stuff that happens and 
Last night I finished a level and it was like the first time I think ever in like a Destiny um, like story where I was like, I actually kind of want to see what's going to happen next. Because mm. normally like the story would get to that point, but it would be the final mission and the expansion would be over. And it's like, mm. oh, so you're like, you're, you're, you're wrapping up on the hook. That like makes no sense. Yeah. I mean, it's clearly a limitation of just like the, the design. Um, but yeah, it's, I'll get into it deeper. It's another point. But Would you say it's a good jumping in point? That's the thing. Um, honestly, no. For a couple of different reasons. Pricing structure and the pricing of everything is fucked. Um, yeah. It's awful. And I think it really is bad in Destiny. It's like super confusing and annoying and difficult to get into. And you're just bombarded with so much shit. And this thing of like... They've added into the map um, quite a useful feature, actually, that does help you kind of stay on top with the story. They've added this kind of, like, timeline with, um like, an interactive timeline. You can hover the mouse over and, right. like, read what happened in each season and shit. Um, so I guess I need to do that to properly catch up. But it's, like, not the most exciting way. I, just, yeah. I don't know why they... If they want to do this transmedia shit, if they could lean more into the... Why can you not have like little like short films being made and stuff that you can like watch in the game or something? Yeah. Like, Apex. Yeah, Apex that kind of action. thing. I don't see why not because they. Another thing I liked about it was that they were actually like explaining like hive law like in the game, um, like what they are and shit. And it's like, yeah. oh, this is pretty like this is what I was expecting from the original vanilla. Yeah. To be honest. But um, yeah. we still getting something now. Um, and the glaive's really fun. Um, and in other news, uh, a little bit of Horizon Forbidden West I've been tinkering, tinkering. with. Oh, yeah, that's, yeah. that's really quite yeah. Place, Can't believe I didn't twig that the main character is called Aloy. Yeah, um, Aloy. Aloy. Just straight up Aloy. Aloy. Still, <laughs> still one of the <laughs> the worst names ever mm. of a protagonist, maybe. Um, yeah, that's right. It's pretty fun. Yeah. I, I heard all good shit about the the first game, and I've heard great stuff about the second again. And I can't quite put my finger on it, but I, I'm just not interested in getting into See, Horizon. I, I'm like right down the middle, where I like really love half of the game, but really dislike the other half. Mm. The moment to moment, like combat and the way everything's animated and the visuals of it, and like chipping parts off of these machines and how like, yeah all the like particle effects and pieces flying everywhere and the sound and shit that is awesome um and the combat and everything feels really good but i just don't really care about the world very much i, I don't yeah. I, I it's like almost too much like as it is explained it's always like talking and shit and trying to like give context to something that's kind of inherently stupid yeah, it does seem to sort of take itself too seriously. Yeah, for, for how for how like ridiculous the like robot dinosaur thing mm. is. Um, I feel like that works better with like a blood dragon kind of tone, where it's like just silly. Um, you don't feel the need to like go into the lore. Uh, I might be alone on this, because um, I know people really like that first game, especially, but. I didn't love the story of that first game either. 
I'd forgotten that I actually got all the way through it, but then like starting the second one was like, oh yeah, I actually remember doing a bunch of this shit. It was just like really forgettable. <laughs> um, mm. and not that interesting, but gameplay carries it. It's kind of what we were saying earlier. It's like more complex than just like, I, I, I will happily still finish the game, um, but I'm not being driven by the story, unlike yeah. a lot of different games that I would be more so. Anything else? You're tinkering with something, aren't you, James? I am. Um, Warhammer 3 came out a few weeks ago. Really good. Just a good uh, expansion of Warhammer 2. I love the whole chaos gods that go. They've which the whole game is basically based around loads of like variety of units and just cool visuals. And it's just a really fun game and it's worth playing. It's on Game Pass, so I guess if you like strategy. It's definitely one to just pick up and see how you feel because it's it's really good. And then we've got Gran Turismo coming out in like a week's time. Gran Turismo Seven, it's just built for me, so I'm I'm really hyped for that. It actually looks insane, Gran Turismo. The graphics, they, they've like somehow taken it uh, beyond of like what Horizon and Forza has mm. achieved. It they looks insane. Yeah, I was reading. I read an article about this AI thing you're telling me about. Seems very interesting. And apparently, it's like the AI. It's like based around to like a level of real racing drivers where if you're racing against the hardest AI, it's like you've got to be fucking good because you've got to. Because you're racing against such a difficult AI with like driving, like real racing drivers based off and whatnot. Yeah, because Horizon sort of cheats where it just makes a car faster. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But I don't think they're doing that with Gran Turismo at all. Where they've actually rebuilt the way like AI works. Like, imagine when the Xbox One launched, we had Forza doing that whole driver tar thing. It was like basing <laughs> it off your data, but that all that was was sticking a name above the AIs they've had in yeah. Forza One. So it never changed, but Gran Turismo seemed to be progressing that and actually remaking the whole AI system mm -hmm. which means it could be really interesting because I've played racing games for so long it's like none of it's difficult it's yeah, like yeah. anything because it's like in Forza you can do the hardest thing like unbeatable or whatever and there'll be a car that can't do 200 mile an hour that's doing 220 mm -hmm. the car physically can't do that yeah. but the AI is just making it fucking fly but Quantos is not doing that which is what I want on a challenge mm -hmm. and it just seems a to be challenge. like it seems to be they're going for that whole really anal kind of the smallest things matter. The way you customize your car, the way you. It's more like it. simmy as opposed to arcadey, right? Yeah. Yeah. And it just seems to be the perfect thing for my mind because I like putting spoilers. I like adjusting the little canards mm. on the side. It's like the most in depth, highly detailed shit that I love as a car guy. So the game's going for that. So I'm going to love it. And there'll probably be a video on it. Because I'd love to talk about it. Yeah, that's coming out. Anything else to throw out there before the mid-break? I ain't done shit. Ain't done shit, but shit. See you after these shits. Life can be a dick sometimes. So get your dick from out your hand. And don't be a dick. Wear a dick. Dig the Head t-shirts available now. Check the description below. The, sh the shit theory is just continuing to deliver. The shit theory is that a natural oh, thing? Oh, do you need to shit right now? I've needed to shit for the last like hour. Oh, oh, then. your your idea that my theory needing to shit <laughs> makes the cast better. Yeah, because I've needed to piss the last hour, and I think it makes it worse. I can't. No, I would agree I with that. Piss. Needing to piss does make it worse. Mm. 
But so poop doing... is different. No. Had you ever get to a point where you've ignored needing to shit, then it, like an hour or two later it comes back and it's like... <laughs> When your ass is bleeding. No, no, no. <laughs> Just holding when you're shit. So, when you're sort of touching cloth sort of territory. I, I guess so, because I was doing something like a few weeks ago, and it's like the first time I properly noticed this, because I was you know, I was out doing some of my car, and, you know, if I'm doing stuff in my overalls, I'm not going to think to shit, because it's just a hassle to take it all off. So I think I just kind of held it in, held the barriers like Helm's Deep I was holding against <laughs> the, the, the swarm. And then like, it got to two hours later, and it was like the desire to shit like hit me instantly, and it was like oh, this ain't I ain't holding this anymore. Yeah. And then I shit, and it's like the most fucking like furious shit I've ever had because I've held it. Furious because I've because once you held it up to a point, you forget you're holding it because your body's just doing its thing. So your mind's not thinking you need to shit, but it does. So you're telling me your dungarees don't have a flat a butt flat for pooping. Yeah, my dungarees. New dungarees, man. James has dungarees. No, I don't have dungarees. Um, (laughs) I was thinking, why do farts need to be like released? Because same reason burps need to be released, bro. No, I I think it's different. No, but there's like a valve, like an asshole's just open, you know. Surely it should leak out on its own. Yeah, it should just like if you hold a. Because, like, people fart without knowing all the time. Yeah. Like, minor bits of gas. But, like, a big fart, you get that feeling where it's like, it's coming, it's coming, it's coming. Oh, shit, I'm in, like, a quiet room. Mm Mm-hmm. Just hold it. And then you feel it, like, just go back up. (laughs) No, do you not feel it leak out? Well, no, because there's there's the chance that if... It requires that first little push. And that can be audible. (laughs) You, yeah, no, you just got to spread them problem. cheeks and This just is let a you problem because my farts aren't noisy. Aren't noisy? Yeah, I don't have like really loud farts. No, you you don't. do. I think it's because you've got a really hairy ass. Why do I have well, a hairy masks ass? It. Masks the sound. No, because the hair wouldn't change. It's no, like, it does. It's like noise cancellation. You... It's like memory foam. Yeah. Like shit. It's, it's like this. Yeah, yeah. Why are you saying you've got a hairy ass though? Well, because you're a hairy guy, I'm just assuming. No, my 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 bootem is perfectly smooth. Did you get it waxed? Yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> Gotta be prepared. Be prepared. <laughs> <laughs> right, let's do some questions from the uh, jar community. Head over to the subreddit where there's a suggestion thread where you can ask us whatever you feel like. And uh, obviously, being the number one shit podcast, we love questions about shit. The more the barrier. Hullery uh, is going to start us off. What's something that you regret losing or throwing away? On the contrary, anything you regret buying or being given? Don't just giggle to yourself. Your flashlight. <laughs> I didn't regret that. I'm not ashamed. You're not ashamed of what? Having one? Or no, that's one of your regrets throwing it away. Yeah. No, I don't regret throwing it away. I don't really care. Mm. I just feel sorry for the garbage man who had to fucking see that in the other bin bag. <laughs> no, he sorry. Taking it home for himself. <laughs> Ooh, it's a sucky dry. <laughs> I knew this job would pay off. <laughs> <laughs> um. <Suck> <laughs> 
Suck you dry. <laughs> um, <laughs> what a great name for a product. It's fucking also sick. Um, I know, I just like the container because it's just like, that's cool. <laughs> Did you laugh when you first opened it? Yes, I fucking screamed laughed. So doesn't it have like vampire teeth? Yeah, that's the, that was the whole gimmick of it. I'm not ashamed. Should be the buy too dry. Hmm. No, because vampires suck your blood, so it's sucking you dry. All oh, right, okay. yeah, it's I guess sucking your blood cock. <laughs> I guess I associate yeah. um, vampires more with biting, but I guess they do suck. Well, yeah, they bite you and then suck your blood, but yeah, biting's yeah, yeah. obviously the first part. Mm -hmm. No, they suck more than they bite. Well, you, you what's you the famous to, you... quote? Suck. I want to suck your blood. Right? I want to suck you dry. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I actually have a system to prevent this from happening to me. Not the suck you dry thing, but the, um... <laughs> God, <you laughs> I've got a system to prevent being sucked dry. <laughs> um, where anything that I think I'm gonna throw away, I'll put in, like, a bag and then put in the garage. And then if, like, two months later it's still out there and I haven't needed it, it's like, oh. <laughs> Getting rid. That, no, that is a, it's, it's like a... That's smart. It's quarantine. It's like an airlock. Yeah. You know? Yeah, because cause my logic's like, if I didn't need it in those two months, I'm not going to need it. Yeah, no, yeah. two months is a good period, because it's like What not... if it's like a radiator, and you're like, well, it's been summer for two months. Well, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, I keep my my one fan and my one radiator, and alternate them mm -hmm. throughout mm -hmm. the weather systems. See, I kind of, I'm quite utilitarian in that. I never get rid of things I... It's either I own things I use all the time or I only own things that I have sentimental value for and I think are cool. Mm. Like, I have a newspaper from a Japanese car mag and it's just loads of cars for sale and I got it, like, five years ago and it's just a piece of paper and I love it. It's, like, this weird sentimental thing. Do you have anything like that um, that you've, like, lost or thrown away and regret? No, I don't really throw anything away. My chain. Mmm... My little chain I had as a kid. I love that thing. Yeah. It's weird you mentioned that because there was like a different question asking about that chain. Um, really? Yeah. When did I mention the chain? Must you mentioned have. the chain before because I didn't know what you I were I never talk to. about the chain. You have. Uh, Frusconti Fucker says, do a role play where James oh, gives Jim his 50 pounds. Then punished Eric replied to it saying very unrealistic roleplay. Ooh. Yes, let's roleplay. No, because I'm not going to not pay you. I can just buy you a meal. What, a 50 quid meal? Where are we going? Middle and Carter's, obviously. Uh -huh. Or do you want a bit more posher than that? Do you want a bit more fancy? Do you want me to wine and dine? Oh, yeah, they, they I want to call that moving the goalpost, don't they? Eh? Well, if James yeah, gained yeah. fifty pound, no matter what, it doesn't matter. No, but that's not getting fifty pounds. That's that's like getting a voucher. Mm. That's like saying here's money, but you have to spend it where I'm telling you to spend it. Mm. Is yeah, a voucher worse than no? Not if you no, because I <clears throat> if someone say gets a my protein voucher, I like that because I go to buy from there anyway. Yeah, but if you were given money. You could be like, oh, I actually, like, really need to buy fuel and I'm running a bit low on cash. Maybe. No, I think it depends on, like, what... If I say to, like, a gift or whatever, I'll either say, give me money or 
or like I, I want to buy some X eventually, so buy me a GIF voucher for X because I want to buy that. So I'm making it clear to them that either works because I want both. It's, I'm not just assuming that if they get me an Amazon voucher, I'm just going to, you know, that's a bit of a pain because I might not want anything at the time from there. So I make it clear that I've got intentions to buy from X or Y place. That's what I do, but that's completely irrelevant to your question. So I'd say... Vouchers are Microsoft points, which suck. Um, which coincidentally, we're introducing a new feature on the channel called Jar Points. Um, mm. We have products that are available for 200 points, but you can only buy points in packs of either 50 or 200. Um, and if you buy 7,000 points in one go, we'll give you a free busty sandy NFT. <laughs> you know, the amount every time I go on Facebook, I'm being introduced to a new like um, NFT, mm-hmm. and like they're all focused around animals. The levels they're going to now, fucking hell! What have you seen? Any standouts <clears throat> that outdo Pup Filthy? Yeah, no, there's fucking there's Punk Angels. That's one of Pup them. Pup Clean. Pup Clean's come out. I'd have to check, but there is some <laughs> fucking really ridiculous ones I've seen because it's like the the art's getting worse, and they always worse. advertise it through um. Oh look, Keek, um, number one NFT research tool, and it's like the most three D. It's like 3D versions of the NFTs that already exist. Oh yeah, that's I see a board ape there. Like it, and that they own the only way they're getting people in is by saying, "Oh, this is spon- this is um Ronaldo's invested in this, Messi's vested in it, mm. Logan Paul is invested." Happen. In it. Yeah, because that's just when that Elon Musk brain chips come out. This would be the same thing. Yeah, apocalyptic apes is one of them. The brain chips might have some utility though. Mm. Like I'll be able to light that candle with my brain. Really? I always envisioned it would be more just like having a halo HUD. With your energy shield. <laughs> <laughs> what use would that be? Because then you could have like a marker like just telling you where to go. You know? That would be good. Yeah. Like if you're driving, there's just like a marker you follow. No, that what, would be awful. What about if um you can like have a mind palace? So you can be like, okay, uh, drive me to Scotland, body. I'm going to go mm. play Apex in the mind palace. That's no, no. I yeah, you could have like screens that your brain is like projecting that aren't actually there. You're like playing Apex on one of your like brain screens. You got Facebook yeah. open in the metaverse on one of the other screens. Yeah, you're chatting to your grandma in the metaverse. <laughs> <laughs> you're playing Apex with your grandma and your uncle. Yeah, while FaceTiming in the metaverse and also getting married in, in Final <laughs> Fantasy 14. It'll be Final Fantasy fucking 14 too by then. Ooh. I, I, I'm, uh, to, not to sound like a boomer or, you know, stuck in the past, uh-huh, I do not uh-huh. want it. You don't want, I don't want any of Tell these. Tell me you don't or, want a brain chip installed into your brain. No. What are you psyching? The government are going to control us, Alex. They're funded by the government. This is all yeah, a this, plan. It's, it's like the, it's what, um, Plankton does in the Spongebob movie. It's like the villain's plan. No, that's a bucket. Same thing. It's a chum bucket on their heads. That's totally yeah. different. Just replace Chum Bucket with AI chip going in brain. We're we're already being brainwashed by TikTok and No, but imagine we do, you have to pick up your phone to look at TikToks. Imagine just like being able to blink your right eye and then the funniest TikTok just appears. You could control people really easily. No, people would control themselves. You'd never need to entertain like your two year old's pissing you off, brain chipping. 
Yeah. I'll, what, get TikToks. Keep them busy. TikToks. Yeah, Getting just started on Apex early. Yeah. Breed of gamer <clears throat> champion. Yeah, breed of gamer no, champion. Yeah, when babies are like in their cot, you can stream Twitch streams so they can watch like the best players. You're yeah, making them become the so politically knowledgeable. <laughs> yeah. They, but they just watch Twitch debates. Yeah. You just you just make them neurotic. <laughs> the, what would their first word be? Hassan. <laughs> it would be like... Uh, I'm a champagne socialist. <laughs> what is a champagne socialist? Break Hassan. it down for me. Um, it's, it's, it's just a fake socialist. Someone who uh, doesn't believe in it. You, oh, I believe in it, but lives a life that's um, given to them by capitalism. <coughs> yeah, but you have to live a life given to you by capitalism when you live in capitalism. No, I don't. You buy things? I do not live in a mansion and accept money from people poorer than me when I'm a millionaire. <coughs> yeah, but you would if you could. No, but I, I don't. No, you would. I wouldn't be you a million. I wouldn't be a millionaire because I'd have all of my money in whims. <laughs> so therefore, I wouldn't be a champagne socialist. NFL I'll share my wills with people. That makes me a true socialist. <laughs> Do you want some wheels for your car? I can hook you up. No, I'm good. Fuck you, <laughs> communist cunt. Jonathan Toothous has one. Um, one I've been interested in. I put out a few weeks ago a. Uh, Call for aid when I was talking about Sing 2 and this weird motion blur shit. There's more. On the last Jesus. week's cast, the boys mentioned the weird amount of motion blur in Sing 2, and I have some thoughts as to why this is probably the case as someone who works in the animation industry. I watched the trailer footage at 0.25 times speed, and I can tell that the frames are too distinct to be created through frame interpolation, since the technology just isn't there yet for animation. Creating frames is also fairly automated in 3D animation regardless, meaning that there's no real need for them to add frames this way, so all the motion blur in the film is added deliberately. It's not unusual for 3D animation to have motion blur added for realism, because real-life cameras and human eyes are rarely 100% focused, but I think illumination definitely goes overboard with the amount they add as a stylistic choice. I've noticed it a lot in their films, and I also think it's exasperated by the way they seemingly render everything with a weird haze slash glow, which makes the motion blur effect even stronger when things are moving. The scenes with the wolf girl in the harness are a horrendous example, and they literally gave me a headache when I was playing them back. Thanks for the insight, that makes more sense than the uh, frame interpreting thing, which was what m my gut was telling me. So it's intentional? It's like a stylistic choice? I guess, yeah, I guess that makes sense. Um, weird, a weird choice, one I don't like yeah, or agree with, and it makes all their movies look like, um, you know, when people it's like a bit of a trend on some like social medias where they'll take like clips from a movie but like put a million filters over it, mm -hmm. and, like some text and shit. It, it makes every all their films look like that. An edit, mm -hmm. like a fan edit, but it's like the main movie looks that way. You know, a first trap. <clears throat> uh, Punished Eric says, What is up, gamers? I have a story for you today. One night when I was stroking my Melman. And I got rather curious. I sought out the legendary video, Lucy Tai is an Asian queen. Oh, Upon finding the video, I scrolled down to the comments to find the top comment reading, I squirt diarrhea out of my golden pussy. Upon reading said comment, I couldn't stop laughing and ended up not masturbating. Thanks, Jar. I now squirt diarrhea out of my golden pussy game on. Nah, we're bullying this Jarling. We're fucking bullying them. Why, but he did what you're always saying. He defeated the demon. Through, no, but he, through but comedy. he searched. 
fought it. That's 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 no, succumbing he, he to got, the he, demon. He that's succumbing himself out of it. He like nearly through humor. That's not that's not that's not good enough. What's your problem with it being through humor? Humor's he healing. failed before he even begun. Laughter is the best medicine. Yes, it is. Even for porn addiction. Yeah. Now I found um. Ooh. <sighs> James House says best and worst takeaways you've had. Best cuisines. Um. So the best takeaway I've had is um. Cock. We've yet to try cock. I really do want to have a lovely yeah, bit I'm of cock. Yeah, I'm actually really um, interested in that. Yeah, yeah I'm it interested. It looks in awesome. Cock. We could yeah. go now. When nah, tonight? It's closed on Sundays. Oh, let's go. It's closed on Sundays, like. Oh. Ah. Oh, yeah. James, my. I guess we'll have to go. I guess, you know, Wednesday has to be cock day. Wednesday, cock day? You know, it's hump day. You know, can't love a bit of cock on hump day. Um, worst takeaways I've had is the, um, just the, any, any kebab place that sells pizza. <laughs> That's like the worst <laughs> takeaway you can get. Yeah, but you love it. You I must get it. I don't anymore because, like, the last one I've got, it just tasted so fucking bad. I convinced myself to not to get them anymore. The worst, do you think James would have liked that, um, takeaway pizza we got in London? Yeah, yeah. I probably would have fucking loved it. But I wasn't invited to London, so <laughs> best not well, to talk about Roosevelt. it. You don't give a fuck about Roosevelt? No, you just didn't ask me at that time, did you? <laughs> oh, James is a little immature. I didn't even see Roosevelt. Jim was, was house-sitting. Yeah, I was house-sitting in London. Oh, oh, James's little immature babies are fucking, he's a bitch, why don't we not invite no, him? the immature babies are the ones going to listen to Roosevelt. Yeah, true. Damn. <laughs> no offence, Roosevelt. Roosevelt though, you know? Yeah, and I didn't want... Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> um, well... German cuisine? Uh, sausages? Sausages? <laughs> sure. Um, burgers? Good. Uh, bad cuisines? Um... I, I'm, I'm gonna exists. say the worst kind of cuisine for me personally out of because there's there's different levels of food in general there's when you're eating it you can have a t an amazing time but then you know hour later half hour later there is always an after effect of the food of takeaway and the worst kind is kebabs I you know having like a sandwich kebab sloppy chips mayo chicken whatever that that half hour after don't you don't even want to be alive it's like the worst kind of like feeling. See, I get that. I don't know if this is a controversial one from like fish and chips. No, fish and you always no. That's the worst. I haven't had fish and chips in so long. I forgot how terrible you feel afterwards. Now I will preface: being in the middle of the country, our fish and chips are going to be shit. Yes. Um, a good like f nice fresh. fresh fish and chips. And it's fluffy. Good. Um, but even in saying that, I'll still I think I'll always prefer like a, a non-battered piece of fish over. The batter, I'm not. It depends on the fish. I find cod way too bland to not have battered. Mm. Yeah, if it's cod, if it's Call of Duty, then yeah, slap some batter on there. Yeah, I, but here it's like the 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 takeaway fish places we have are not good. They're sloppy. No, there's an okay one in town. Uh, like, I is, would, I would. It's not. It's definitely not my go-to though. No, I haven't had a yeah, fish and chips in. I like their chips. The way they do chips is nice. Get buy some chips. But I think that well. might be why you feel so bad after. It's just like the fucking salt overload. Um, yeah. Mm. I, I think a Domino's pizza never gives me bad after feelings. Uh, but it's like average while eating it. Average, like good when afterwards. But that doesn't mean I want to eat it. And I found that like a Chinese for me. 
if you if with Chinese, you just have to stop. There's a point you've got you've got you don't want to cross the line. So as long as you don't cross the line, you will be fine after, and it will I, be. Tight. I feel that way about curry. It's I, easy to overeat curry. I disagree with the Chinese one because I find you have to push it past the point where you're like initially quite uncomfortable. But if you don't push to that point, you're going to be hungry again soon. Mm-hmm. No, I disagree. I've never been hungry after KFC. What? <laughs> Chinese. Oh, I've never no. been h- hungry after Chinese. Even when I eat to excess or barely at all, I, I just feel... Because it's like rice and... That's like better for you than, let's say, like a pizza. Mm-hmm. So it's... I, I don't get feel as bad. But a curry... That, in terms of enjoyment while eating, curry is number one, without a doubt. Curry just tastes the best, and it's the best to experience. So, so for you, best cuisine, Indian? Yeah. I had an Indian on Friday, and it was just fucking good. Loved it. I... I like my, sushi. I've not had a sushi what? takeaway. I like sushi. Um, My favorite is probably burger. Burgers are, are reliable. I... If, if I'm getting a takeaway, burgers are the the one I'm not going to buy. Like, a burger is not takeaway. It's not worthy enough to be a takeaway. And the one good burger you place... You burgers. You get burgers every damn day. What are you talking about? <laughs> the, the, the best takeaway burger we had here is, is not delivering to your house specifically. Mm. Well, it delivers to mine. And that's great, because I'm never going to order from them. So I'm just not a big burger boy, to be perfectly honest. Mm. But There's... that's... There's no such thing as a bad cuisine, though. No. Yeah, you're right. There's bad food. Mm-hmm. You can, like, make a bad version of a cuisine. But Yeah, go- like, in my mind right now, I can picture, um... Like, a traditional English roast dinner. Like, the shittest one you can From imagine. From a Toby Carvery. Yeah, like an actual shit. But then, on the other end of the spectrum... Fucking succulent meat with some... Perfectly done, fucking glistening potatoes, some parsnips, some fucking gravy, a bit of broccoli or whatever. Mm. Stuffing, some stuff. Mm. Stuffing. Mm. What do you mean? Uh, I do not like stuffing. It's one of the best things in a roast. What are you talking about? It's the best thing. No, the best thing in the roast is the veggies in the potato. But those she- those lovely potatoes. They make me aren't Bessie's. Taters. Yeah, Aunt Bessie's taters <laughs> make me <Bessie's>. up. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, oh, here we are. From Sven. Did you guys have any favourite stuffed animals slash toys as a toddler that you take with you everywhere? I remember Jim talking about a chain he had. And then they just put Ape X Predator. <laughs> as in Ape X? Ape or? dash X, yeah. Oh, cool. Um, <clears throat> I also had quackers. I liked um, oh, yeah. my... We actually little. have one of those ducks around here somewhere. No, it's not the. It's, it's not, not quackers, but there was but, another one you had. Yeah, I had all sorts of ducks, um, but I had two quackers. Mm. They were little yellow ducks, and one of them had a tag, and one of them didn't. So that's how I differentiated them. But they were both quackers. Should I um go get Teddy Dog? Oh, you have Teddy Dog. I have Teddy Dog. Yeah, go get Teddy Dog. Let's candle burn him. Candle burn him. Yeah. Teddy dog kebab. <laughs> James, what was your favourite chain as a child? Um, you're gonna cringe. Okay. I was um, I couldn't go anywhere without a hot wheel car. Really? Yeah. Why would I cringe at that? 
Because that's like, oh, look, the kids are like soft things. And it's me. I like fucking Hot Wheels cars. Oh, shit. Teddy dog. That is a treasure, though. Yeah, that is. <laughs> I got Teddy dog. Foreshadowing on Max and Pays. Why is he called Teddy Dog? I don't know, it was like a child, a baby. This is a teddy she was as such a dog. such a stupid baby. <laughs> it's quite literal, isn't it? It's like, oh, where's your teddy? That's the the group word, you know? What does teddy mean, though? Because teddy... Like, this is a teddy. Why? A teddy boy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't actually have one. So you're telling me what you... James had cars. James had hot wheels. You had a I don't, I don't a remember a sheet of metal. I never remember a teddy specifically, but I just remember that I was one of those kids where it's like, I'll go to the supermarket, buy a hot wheels, or go somewhere, bring a hot wheels. That was just my thing. What about like an action man or a bionicle? I had action man bionicle, but I didn't take them everywhere. You didn't have like a favorite one that was like, Kabaka, you're coming with me. No, the one, the, <laughs> the, the, the teddy I had was a snake. <clears throat> A, oh yeah, yeah, I had, yeah. A, yeah, I, had a, I had one of those like yeah. IKEA snakes that was like two meters long. I loved it. Yeah, well, that was my thing, and no, that's kind of why I love snake snakes. teddies. Are good. They're the best, and you could throw them around because they've got beads on the end. You can use them as a weapon. You just find mm, yeah, you find that it. out the hard way. Yeah, yeah. I had this cool like crocodile teddy from Australia. It's fucking giant. Yeah, yeah. I, I think my cousin huge. has that. Yeah. Um, Bolton bear. Bolton bear. Um. Bolton Bear, what Fatty, is Bolton Fatty bear? Boom Boom. That was the same thing, wasn't it? No, Bolton Bear was the little bear. He's in the the pint glass now. The Charming Bear. Yes. <clears throat> yeah, the Charming Bear. And also, Fatty Fatty Boom Boom was the bigger bear. Is that his name? Fatty Fatty Boom Boom. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds like something yeah, you'd say in Giggle. No, I do, rem I do remember Fatty Fatty Boom Boom, but I just hadn't. Thought about fatty fatty boom boom for quite a while. Yeah, I do, it, it's not a particularly like rotund bear or anything. I just called him that. Oh, you got Bardonna as well. Bardonna was nobody's. Nah, that, there was no affection or fucking yeah, childhood memories with that fucking fear. <laughs> I don't even know where our Bardonna's gone. I think doesn't my dad have it? Yeah, I think. Oh, so. don't he's, tell me you've given. He's it got to it on the shelf, like in the living room. <laughs> Can we? You're in trouble, sheep. Can we tie it? To his car. To so front. it dangles. No, so it dangles <laughs> on the floor. Yeah, if one of us had like a nice big truck. If we had a moto moto. I feel like that would be kind of dangerous though, because it's going to have like a battery pack in there. And if that thing it's comes battery flying acid off. all over the <laughs> If it comes flying off on the motorway and slowly yeah, hits someone's windscreen. No, that won't go through windscreen. James, Bardon is a dense piece of material. No, but windscreens are strong. Bardon is pretty fucking strong. Can withstand a yeah. firework. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know why I had a chain. Because I was very much into, like, soft toys. And animals. Surely and it was the texture and the sound. Yeah, it's it basically was... like ASMR. <laughs> I think I like the coldness as well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it goes with your heart. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I like chains, though. I like them clinking and going... Why don't you wear one then? I yeah. Well, I'd I'd quite like to wear chainmail. Ooh, take it to the extreme. <laughs> yeah, yeah I like that. summer when you go on a hike. <laughs> yeah, everywhere you go, you just hear. Well, <laughs> <laughs> oh, just oh, like Jim's a chainmail vest, <laughs> you know. Because also, I'd be safe. 
Mm. On the off chance there's just like a someone with a bow and arrow about, or like, yeah. a, like a spear or something. Yeah, a, yeah. a rogue um, bolt from a crossbow. You know? Yeah, a rogue knight who's trying to fucking hunt you down. Mm-hmm. Now, you, they see you wearing it and they start wearing it because they know that you're finally the rival yeah. to them. Well, you know how, like, <clears throat> body armor, mm. like, f- the, like, military body armor is becoming fashion for whatever reason. <laughs> yeah, um, te- like, tech wear. N- not, not actual body armor, but it looks like a Kevlar vest mm. or something. Mm. Because fashion goes in cycles, I'm thinking chainmail's got to be coming uh, back at some uh, point. Time. So we need to invest while, like, people aren't on it. Mm. We need to get this chainmail shit going. When are, like, powdered wigs going to come back? Yeah. And, um, like, huge dresses. Mm. We, we nearly got there. Big booty dresses. Yeah. They're just like... Yeah. Well, then, yeah. then they don't need to get Brazilian ass surgery. Like, yeah. nobody needs it. And mm. and I think both men and women... Have you ever read the NHS um, Brazilian butt surgery um, page? I've never read it. When you, when you, like, Google search Brazilian butt lift... It's like the first result on the UK Google. I went on it and read through it because it's like apparently one of the most dangerous mm-hmm. surgeries you can get as far as a um Yeah, because isn't there a lot of like arteries or veins in your butt mm. and if you inject if you inject like basically plastic like polystyrene expanding a bunch foam. of like fat from like other parts of your body mm. and just like injecting it into your fucking ass. So that's not how you get a nice bottom. Just because it's big yeah. does not mean it's nice. Like man, gonna say. so like, so fucking risky for something so like dumb. <laughs> but that's that's the 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 uh, uh, the result of the toxic and very dangerous bodily standards and shit. So true. <laughs> uh, Hiberti has one here as we wind down the show. Question mainly for James, but others can answer. I've recently started an art project based around cars, which has led me to researching different brands from various time periods. I was wondering what your thoughts are on old-fashioned cars from around the 1930s to 60s era, such as vintage Rolls-Royce or Chevrolet Camaro models. See, 30s to 60s is like a huge difference, because like the technology post-World War II and the mm. design of cars was hugely different to like, you know... The like you know, mafia like thirties. The look that everyone associates mm. with those cars is you know pulling out of a suit of a Tommy gun. Yeah, yeah. Those cars are sick. Like there's one in Khan, like by the coffee shop mm. we go to, and it's like the coolest thing. Really big, huge wheels, you know, sloping angles, beautiful. Yeah, they're cool. They are beautiful cars. And then you got sixties, where it was like that's a rebel. And that's when people were like, yeah, I'm fucking cool, slick mm. hair, bomber jackets, so cool. I like kind of uh, cars from every era because they all have their own vibe and they have their own aesthetic. Because it's not just the car, it's like, it represents the time period it's from, so mm-hmm. you want to build it to that level and you want to match that aesthetic. You want to go all in. But car design's crazy. We're just in the worst kind of time for car Since design. Since the 80s, car design yeah, has been on, done. on a... Because it's like, in Europe, it's like post-2000, like 2000, it's all about making it round and look futuristic. But then, like, in Japan, they're still selling cars like mine, which is just box. Box on wheels, and that's cool. But, like, but yeah, their version cool. of making it futuristic weirdly dates it more. Yeah, way more. Yeah. So now you have all these, like, those early 2000s futuristic cars that are, like, the fucking ugliest. 
yeah. just repulsive fucking <laughs> car design at the moment is not good it's like BMW is an example because it's just make grill big mm-hmm. so the whole front end of the car is just a grill and it doesn't look a plate pleasing nobody's going to look at that in 20 years and be like that's gorgeous that's mm. beautiful like you do with the older cars from the 60s 70s that you can't appreciate modern car designs it's not designed to be beautiful it's designed to be completely utilitarian mm-hmm. and be safe nah make cars dangerous and good looking <laughs> get rid of seatbelts get rid of the fucking yeah get rid of all of it <laughs> pop up headlights with spikes on <laughs> If you had to choose between the 30s, 40s, 50s, and 60s era, then which... 60s. You put 60s at the top. American muscle cars. I know I'm not a big fan of America or American cars, but American muscle cars are fucking sick. <laughs> if, if, if we could buy them, me and Jamie would both drive American muscle cars. Oh, without a doubt. Yeah. If I'm popped up tomorrow in good condition and I had the money, I'd be like, yep. Because everyone thinks you're fucking cool. Nobody looks at it and it's just like, uh, everyone's like... Mm. Fuck. Let's end on this one then. From the real Ron. Hello, Mingers. A few years ago, I was in the UK and ordered myself an English breakfast. When they brought it out, to my shock and horror, they asked if I wanted any spices like salt or pepper. Salted beans weren't the default. So here's my question Do you salt your beans, Gamer? No. No. Now, if you look at the contents of the salt contents in a can of beans already, that yeah. shit's already high. No, that's the thing. If if it's like a pre-packaged thing, don't add salt. Yeah, this is, is it annoys me because my parents are like, oh, they put salt and pepper on everything. I put pepper on everything. I will put not pepper salt. on beans. Yeah, pepper makes sense, but salt. My pe- my parents add salt to everything, and if it's like if it's been cooked when you're making a meal, you add salt to when you're making mm-hmm. something because it needs a salt. So when you've made it, and then you're just like the whole play afterwards you're just ruining that mm. and the thing that annoys me is when people get beans and then you know you've got the little puddle and the whatever and the sauce and they get ketchup and like mm. onto the it's sauce it's already tomato sauce yeah it bothers yeah. me because it's like bean sauce is fucking lovely as there's a quote of me saying they used to sell bean sauce in it, it, by itself because I fucking <laughs> love bean <laughs> sauce <laughs> but adding tomato sauce to bean sauce no 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 we're going we're going in People who add tomato ketchup to food freak me out. It's like you've just made a grape curry, and then you're adding fucking sauce. Do tomato people, do ketchup. You already have ketchup with like yes. curry. Or you've had just made That's a lasagna. Fucked. Add ketchup. Bolognese. Add ketchup. Carbonara. Add ketchup. It doesn't matter what you're doing. You've just made a meal and you're fucking ruining it with bloody ketchup. What's yeah. your opinion with the uh, with the uh, pizza ketchup? Pizza ketchup's the only one I draw the line because I've had a lot of shit pizzas. As you said, I used to like shit pizzas. And the the iconic part of a shit pizza is the fact that it's barely got any tomato sauce in the pizza. Right, right. So you need the ketchup to make the pizza edible. That's the only point when it becomes acceptable. Mm -hmm. But if you're adding ketchup to anything else... Um... Salt? I salt, I salt pasta. I salt nothing. Yeah, yeah. The, I w- salt, the water of the pasta, or like the water yeah. of the rice, or whatever. When you. Yeah, yeah. I salt um, like chips. Uh huh. Oh, oh, that's one. That's what I can't. Sp- yeah, sprinkling of salt, but it's yeah, it's more the. It's not good for you to, to fucking ingest a ton of fucking salt all the time, obviously. No. So that's what it, it's more a health thing for me because yeah. it's too, obviously salt is damn delicious. Of course, if there were no negative health effects of smothering shit with salt, then I'd do it more. Hmm. 
but don't want that high sodium, you know. I don't. I don't ever salt anything. I will salt a saucy thing, because you you got to like do the taste testing and like mm-hmm. a bit of salt, a bit of pepper. Oh, too much pepper. Add a bit more salt. Oh, too salty. Add a bit more pepper. <laughs> oh, that's a bit peppery. Add a bit oh, more salt. Fucked. You know, and you just sort of keep going until um until it's just a salty, peppery mix. Yeah, that's all you can taste. Yeah, and you've emptied the pepper grinder and the salt shaker. <laughs> if if it's, I only use it if I'm making it. If it's if I've just made something and it's on the plate, <clears throat> nothing's going. Yeah, if, if you make something from scratch, like salt and pepper, add it to your heart's desire, specifically salt. But if it's like a pre-made thing, don't add salt. Like a can of beans. Yeah, or What's a can it? of sauce or anything like that. Yeah, because they often like o- they often job. do have high salt content. Yeah, like, exactly. As far as you that, need to like, look at that shit because you shouldn't be adding salt to salty shit. Unless um, I I don't know what like Americans' equivalent of baked beans are like. Do you think they're more sugary? More oh, everything in America is worse. Like because the <laughs> no because of the unregulated market like they yeah they got anything. some crazy chemicals don't they yeah so mm-hmm. everything if there's a if there's a food in England and we're like oh I wonder what it is in America just times every content by ten and you've kind of got the baseline of what food is there yeah they got like sugar bread and shit or whatever yeah sugar and bread I fucking love bread travesty have you ever had the um reduced sugar beans yeah and the reduced I've had also tried reduced sugar ketchup. I don't like reduced sugar beans. If I have a can of reduced sugar beans, I'll add sugar. Really? That's I'll what I like half a teaspoon of sugar and stir <laughs> it in. Okay. You yeah, put like um, curry powder in beans. Yeah. Some good shit right there. See, that's what I should do when I make the good old pasta and beans. It's like experiment with the beans. Mm-hmm. But <clears throat> yeah, just spice the beans up a bit. That that cost that takes time. And you know when you're yeah, when you're like you just, when you are built powder, you when go. you are built for absolute efficiency, the bean and micro pasta <laughs> in hob is like that's it, that's efficient. Curry powder is not on the grind set list. No, coffee powder. Yeah, co- Sorry, coffee cu- powder. powder. I would I would smash some coffee powder and baked beans. Some coffeeed beans with added salt. That's like a a, a cool. Sort of like cafe in in London, coffee beans. I love um like co- chocolate powder covered coffee beans. I oh, just eating coffee beans is so damn good. Thank you for watching this episode of the Jamija podcast. Um, do you salt your beans? Do you pepper your beans? Do you salt your uh, mice beef? Let us know in the comments below. Yeah. Why? Uh. Toilet paper is absorbative, so you don't always get every last bit of the toilet paper, though. That's why Alex uses the wipes, and I just keep yeah. fucking doing it until there's what do you blood. Mean? There's only one way to solve this: we uh, get three toilets, three cameras, and we just fucking no, we we, we <laughs> no, we wipe each other's ass. <laughs> no, <laughs> Henry the Eighth style. <laughs> you just fucking destroy my ass. <laughs> It doesn't Ross hurt was though. Bleeding ass. <laughs> <laughs> Stop! No. <laughs> no, but the thing is, it's like with my bloody bum. When I get stressed, I I don't even have to push, and my bum is bleeding. My stress, like bodily. Too much? No, no, no. It's not. I'm not even straining. If I get stressed, I I will just bleed out my bum hole. That's just one weird thing about me. 
Yeah, that's fucked. Yeah, so if, if it's like, oh, I'm stressed, it's like, oh. Have you ever had like, bloody underwear? No. So when you wipe, if I get stressed, I'll wipe, and that's when blood comes up. This is the reason why I originally had a prostate exam with the doctor because of yeah, the blood, yeah. because of the stress, and I was okay. So it shouldn't be blood cock; it should be blood asshole, blood butt, blood butt. Yeah, blood butt works. I just basically I need to have suppositories every night for the rest of my life. Surely, yeah. Surely, um, it doesn't need a full suppository. Like, you can just put a little bit of cream or something. Something that yeah, cream. Yeah, the... just cream up my my lube up every night. <laughs> What was the quote? Was it crusty then cream? <laughs> crusty then cream, yeah. I like James talking about assholes. He's like really knowledgeable. Yeah. James's like two specialties are cars and assholes. 